Hello and welcome to the Mix Era Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B. Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom bap to trap. We're a group of hip-hop enthusiasts, and we're trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop eras. Tonight's host, Kev, Malcolm, and Terrell. So, Kev, I know you gave out homework, so I'm going to throw it to you and uh, get on those students. <laughs> so, the homework was a few Christian hip-hop artists. I don't think they did both, but <laughs> we'll go with what they have. So I, I recommended um, Trip Lee's album from Trip Lee, and I'm trying to think of the name of it. Rise. It was Rise, yes. And it was uh, Lecrae's, was Gravity. it Rehab or was it Overdose? Gravity. Gravity, right. So um, so what do you guys think about those, whatever you listen to? Well, Lecrae, I like his, his flow. Like, I don't know. He reminds me of several rappers that he raps, raps a lot, and he kept it fresh. And that's where a lot of rappers now, they don't do that. They keep it fresh. And it's crazy how he's keeping it fresh rapping, but he's rapping gospel-wise. So, like, I like, like, it made me want to put my hoodie on and just bump out the whole night. <laughs> so, Malcolm, what, do you, what, what did you have a chance to listen to? Um, My opinion, would never probably turn those on to listen to on my own, probably. Not saying they aren't. Good, uh, good pieces of work. Lecrae Gravity was uh, pretty informative. I liked his flow. Seems like he can uh, rap, and he's he has some some some. He's done his due diligence on the forefathers and in, in hip hop. Uh, he's informative, and he seems like a, a conscious rapper a little bit. So he's okay. Um, Gravity. Oh, no, that was Gravity. And then uh, I believe the other one was Rise. That Chris, that was a Christian rap song, I believe. It was pretty good, you know. I I enjoyed it for what I, for, for listening to it. Not what I expected, but it was a pretty good song. Okay. I mean, the Christian rappers today are not really, you know, biblical, bashing you over your head. Um, a lot of the stuff is kind of, you know, somewhat inspirational or stuff that make you think. You know, Triple E doesn't rap as much. He does a lot of like ministry or neighborhood stuff, but like Lecrae, he's like changed up his style like quite a bit. He did something with uh Zaytoven and now he does what they where they call his music now is called trap gospel because there's a lot of trap beats and, you know, Migos type beats, but he does but he still is still very positive in his message that he's putting out there. So well, me throwing my two cents in, I did not listen to the albums that you gave, but I did hear the Lecrae and Zaytoven. And just like Kev said, it is definitely uh, trap oriented, but with a um, good message to it. So I was impressed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, fellas, that was good. I appreciate it. Um, really enjoyed uh, that the young men did go out and listen to uh, and do their homework. All right. So we're going to move on to our topic for the night and our topic for tonight is one hit wonders in rap our top 10 and we're going to start with terrell terrell what were your top 10 one hit wonders so i'm not going in no order i'm going to give flex by rich homie kwan lip gloss by little uh, little mom uh, panda by designer swag surf tipsy chicken noodle soup all gold everything this is why I'm hot. I'm sorry to say this. Let me clear my throat. And ended it off with Ice Ice Baby. Sweet. That was very nice, Terrell. Let's uh, see what uh, Malcolm thought of that. I don't know what's going on here. 
I thought we were picking, uh, well, I, I mean, I respect it. You know, those are one-hit wonders, real one-hit wonders, but uh, I thought we were going to put some real hip-hip-hop songs on there, you know? <laughs> I don't know what happened. I, I wasn't hearing any any real, real hip-hop uh, one-hit wonders on there, so. But these are hip-hop wonder songs that was, like, fire around my time. Those and, like, everybody, hits. they was hits, but sad to say, they was one hit wonders, especially I put down on uh, Panda because everywhere you heard Panda, Panda but then not after... even a rap song, like it yeah. is, but like he's not even rapping. That's what exactly. I'm saying. You get what I'm saying? But it, it's just like, catchy he, and everybody like it. More, I wish we could get some more actual rap songs, you know. That, so got I want plenty of one hit wonders out here that are that are some that embody hip hop more than Panda. Mm. So when your list come up, I want to see oh, your yeah, most list. Definitely, most definitely, most definitely. And then I'm gonna compare my list to your list, and we gonna see, we gonna see who had the list. Oh no, it's already, out of the I've young... already heard. It's already, I already heard yours. It's over. No. I, I want to hear yours. I'm gonna, and I'm gonna criticize yours. All right, all right. This is a young, this is a young battle right now. We, we're doing a battle right now, young versus young. So Kev, tell me, what did you think about Terrell's list? <laughs> it was it was a lot. I put it like this. I like Panda because I forgot about that song, and that was that was one I did actually. I did enjoy it. It, it does. It is very catchy. A lot of that other stuff I, I totally forgot about, and I was just like, boy, it, it was some. You know, some people, you know, were able to make a name just off of one song, and then that was it. But yeah, it. it you know, it is what it is. Thank you, thank you. So I'm gonna bring in my two cents and uh, say that. Uh, Little Mama had two songs in the top 40, so she's not technically a one-hit wonder. That's why I'm glad I had 11 people, so you just scratched off that song. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so Malcolm. Oh, yeah, and I want to add. Go ahead. I want to I add one more song, Looking Boy by Young Jock. That's it. Okay, okay. All right, so Malcolm, who were your top 10 one-hit wonders in rap? All right, so this is no order. We're going to start off with Rapper's Delight by Sugar Hill, Sugar Hill Gang. Then we're going to go to I Wish by Ski Low. And then we're going to go to The Choice Is Yours by Black Sheep. And we're gonna, then we're going to go to Ain't No Future, Your Friend by MC Breeze. I Got It Made by Special Ed. Throw Some D's by Rich Boy. Back in the Day by Ahmad. My favorite, one of my favorite songs of all time. Let Me Clear My Throat by DJ Cool. Then we're going to go to... Flavor in Your Ear by Craig Mack and Play a Circle by Devil Bag Boys. All right. I'm going to start off on this one. Half your list was not one-hit wonders. Name them. I know Black Sheep, maybe. Especially no. Ed, that was No, actually, one. Black Sheep had only one hit that was in the top 40. But Craig Mack's both. Song. MC Breed had two songs in the top 40. Oh, don't do that. I got to get yeah. mine. You got to get yours yeah. with Tupac was another oh, top yeah. 40 hit for him. But that was a feature, wasn't it? Or that he was a feature, or Tupac was the feature. It was MC Breed's song, and the feature was Tupac. Okay. All right, and then Sugar Crazy Hill Mac. Gang was also uh, they had Apache as well as um, Oh yeah, Rappers Delight, and they also had Eighth Wonder. Those three, all three of those songs made the top forty. Well, I still like my list. Not mad at you. Uh, and then my last one. Because it's from our, our hometown, DJ Cool. That album had two number t- uh, top 20 hits in it. All right, all right. 
All right, no worries. Kev, what did you think about that list? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like half his list was like a total. No, you said the duffel bag boy. It was only four. Duffel bag boy. Player's circle. That was a one-hit wonder. Yes. Fe- that, featuring that, Lil Wayne. But that, it, it wasn't two chains in that group? Yes, but they were it was that little group was that was them. That was their one hit song. Them individually is something different. Uh Craig Mack, his first album is damn near classic. So I can't give you Craig Mack. Craig Mack. There was only like three people on here. MC Breed, Sugar Hill, D now nah, MC four. Breed, I'm D- gonna disagree. Thank you. The MC Breed is one hit. No, I'm telling you he's not. Oh, he already said that. We already know. Okay. Rich Boy, I'm saying no. Rich Boy is No, no, Rich Boy is definitely no. I mean, it's definitely yes. It's he only had one one hit. Throw some D's on it. He had a hit, but Rich Boy had some good albums though, man. He had a good he had good mixtapes. Oh my gosh. Rich Boy had good mixtapes. That's why I have to disagree. Yes, you are correct. He had hot mixtapes, but uh, there was no singles off of his mixtape that made the top forty. For me, a one-hit wonder is like one song, one very good song, and nothing else. Yes, that's his one very. If you think of Rich Boy, that's the song. I I I think about his mixtapes outside. Why are you thinking about his mixtapes? Because that's what I like. So, what's his most famous famous song? Yeah, that throw some D's is his most famous song. Okay, so if you think of Rich Boy, you think of that one song because he's not an established artist. For you, but not for me. I'm thinking of, but that's like look. That's like if you said Little Flip was a one-hit wonder, I would be like, no, no, we're not comparing artists. We're talking about we are comparing artists. No, because they 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 have very similar. They have very and Rich Boy song throw some D's. That is all. All right, I have four people on here: Sugar Hill, MC Breed, DJ Cool, Craig Mack. Okay. I got you. Now I'm looking at Rich Boy's Wikipedia page and his discography. And I'm looking at his list of songs on the U.S. charts. He has a mixtape song that I've never heard of, but I'm pretty sure Kev has, called Break the Pot. They made it to number 39. So technically, he is not a one-hit wonder. Technically. By one point. (laughs) So Terrell, what did you think about his list? When he... Like, like I said, I was comparing lists. We was going to compare our lists. And once he said Rapid Delight, I said, mm, there goes one right there. So I'll give his list a 4.5 out of 10. Um, <laughs> my list is kind of more stronger of yours with the one-hit wonder, sir. I'm sorry to say. And I think I'll take that take, take that W for the win for the Young versus Young Battles right there of the best list. Thank you. I'll be here all week. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, that was really nice. Uh, so we're going to move on to our main man and uh, historian, Kev. Kev, what is your top 10 one-hit wonders in rap? I had to keep it close to 10 as possible because it was a whole lot. I'm going to go old school. Cars that go boom. I forgot the two girls' names. <laughs> but um, that was it. That was the only song they had. Yeah, that was um, Latrim. Yes, Latrim. Uh, Oaktown 357. Oh God! What was the song they had? Oh, I, I wrote it. I wrote it down in the wrong place. Oaktown Three Five Seven had one hit. Those were MC Dehammer's dancers that end up becoming rappers. The two girls. I had a meal uh, for the family. Yes, it featured Jay Z, and that was the only way she was became known. 
I got positive K. I got a man. If it wasn't for MC Light, we wouldn't know who he was. Cool C, the glamorous life. Boy, Philly had some rappers back in the day. Uh, Young MC, Busta Move. Super Lover C, Casanova Rug. Girls, I got them locked. Phil Mob, Sick of Being Lonely. Soul Sisters, Finesse and Sequence. And probably the two I like the most out of all these one-hit wonders is uh, Skilo, I Wish, something I still listen to today, and Little Sean, um, Don Perignon. Yeah, that was a pretty heavy list there. I'm going to throw it to Malcolm and get his opinion. So, Malcolm, what did you think about Kev's uh, list? I thought it was pretty good, you know. You can tell he put some time into it. These guys are veterans, so, like, I really can't even say anything because my list was pretty tainted itself so uh good job i guess all right appreciate that so i had more i had more but i i had to keep it to 10. yeah i feel you so uh terrell what is your opinion of uh kev's top 10. majority of the songs i heard my parents listen to and they would tell me stories about them in the club listening to these songs dancing wilding out with some cocktails and stuff, and I listened to some of those songs, and I was like, oh, okay, I see why it's a one-hit wonder. So I could say that is a, like a strong one-hit wonder list by far right now. I feel like my list is still stronger, <laughs> but I like it. All right, cool, cool. I'll bring up this information. I just looked it up. Uh, Oaktown 357's uh, hit was Juicy's Got It Crazy. Yes, yes, that's it. All right, and then I got to throw this uh, two cents in there. Phil Mob is not a one-hit wonder. They actually have three songs that were above uh, 40 on the top 40 list. Okay. But outside of that, the, the list was super strong, uh, very diverse as well. So I'm feeling it. All right, well, then now bring it to me, and I'll go with my list. And I like to start with my honorable mentions. Uh, I'd like to start with uh, Blase Blase. From 1996, Danger. I'd like to also do Young Dro from 2006, Shoulder Lean. I'd like to do Little Troy as an honorable mention from 1998, Want to Be a Baller. And my last honorable mention that bear just, just actually, you know what? I'm not even going to make it my uh, honorable mention. This is going to be my number 10. My number 10 is Nonchalant from 1996 with 5 o'clock in the morning. My number nine. From 1993, tag team with Woop, there it is. My number eight is going to be D-Nice with Call Me D-Nice from 1990. My number seven is going to be Freak Nasty from 1996 with The Dip. My number six is going to be from 1988, K-9 Posse. Ain't nothing to it. My number five is going to be J.J. Fad from 1987 with Supersonic. My number four is going to be Audio 2 from 1987 with top billing my number three is going to be from 1983 rapping duke with rapping duke uh my number two is the world famous supreme team from 1984 with hey dj and my number one one hit wonder from rap is from 1981 dr jekyll and mr hyde genius rap so I'm gonna leave our historian for the last opinion, and we're gonna start from the, the the youngest to the to to Kev. All right. So Malcolm, what did you think about my list? You know, you always gotta go over the top here. You did a good job. You are the true historian on here compared to well, no, not the true historian because we do have your rival, uh, 
Chris on here, but uh, it was a good list. Number one is questionable. I don't really uh, know about your number one, to be honest, but uh, everything else is fine. Do you know who Andre Harrell is? Yes, I do. All right, so this is, is Andre the, Harrell's group. He was a predecessor. He was Dr. Jekyll, and his uh, partner was Mr. Hyde, and they'd had one hit, and it was Genius Rap. That's your number one. Yes. That's what I'm saying. That was my number one because I was 11 years old when I first heard it and it burned in my head and I, I'll remember it till the day I die. That at barbecues and black parties over here. So I was when you said that, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. That's a one hit wonder. I, I didn't I didn't know that was a one hit wonder. I really didn't because yeah. that song was being played over here in Brooklyn a lot, a lot. So that's a surprising for me. Yes, they actually had another song, The Roof is on Fire, but it never made it to the top 40. It actually stalled out at uh, number 70, somewhere around in there. So Wait, Roof on Fire, they make it up there? Oh. The Roof is on Fire. You got to remember, this is the 1980s. Rap was brand new, and uh. it really had to have more of a dance beat to it that, the, you know, the disco people would show it some love to make because there was no rap top 40 back then. It was just Billboard. Under, understandable now. All right, but beyond that one song, what else did you, what did you think about the rest of the list? Like I said, you are a true legend of this right here. So a lot of the other songs I was like, I kind of heard, but didn't hear that much about it. So yeah, it kind of was a one-hit wonder. I can say that your list was a strong list, especially with your mentions too. So. All right, I appreciate that. So moving on to... My my main man, my historian. Kev, what did you think about my list? I had Jack Mahat. I had them. I didn't add them because I just felt like Andre Harrell's presence after that was big. And it, and it was kind of tearing me up to put them on there. You had a lot of radio songs. And, that, and that's what that threw me off because I forgot about those. The Rappin' Duke one. God, I forgot about the song. <laughs> that is classic. The like, ha, the ha. Rapping Duke is classy. Oh man, I want to disagree with the little Troy so bad. Top top forty wise, I'll give you that. But just like, did he have good songs after "Want to Be a Baller"? I'm going to say yes. That's just my personal opinion. I guess I listened to a lot of his stuff, so I, you know that that might that's his. We can say that's his best song, but he had other good songs. But songs that charted, yeah, that was it. Gosh, and I and I, I want to disagree with Young Dro too, but he didn't have nothing that else that charted. Yeah, um, solid rapper, but just didn't chart after that. Yeah, the Blase Blase Danger. Ooh, I was surprised you didn't get that one, and I was surprised you didn't get that nonchalant. Ah, uh, if you know what, I I wouldn't have did if I'd have thought of nonchalant, I wouldn't have did her. I'd have probably did Muhammadia. Why Muhammadia's got uh three chart charted songs? Do she? Yep. Yeah, but see, but for me, but like you know, it's like some of those females. It's kind of hard to do though, because I mean, it for me is 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 hard. It's like yeah, I can understand like a lot of people didn't have great albums, but if you got like at least three songs on your album, I like it. I wouldn't put you on the list at all. Yeah, but nonchalant didn't chart. The rest of her album didn't chart at all. I mean, she didn't even, she didn't even get a cut in the top one hundred, which hurt me because I listened to the album and it was hot to me. Yeah, I mean, but that's just like audio too. I'm sitting there, I, I had them, and then I was like, but don't they? They had to have another hit. Nope. 
that's why they, that's why I scratched them off. I'm like, they had to have another hit. I just can't think of it. Nope. They only made two albums, and the uh, top billing was the only one that made it past forty. Jeez. I think their second album had one. I can look it up, but I think their second album had one that made it to like seventy, maybe right. high sixties. Yeah, the D Nice one was so unfair, though, man. <laughs> oh, no. D Nice was so unfair. That 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 that's your gem right there. That's the best one out your list. Was D Nice? I'll give you that. Yeah, well, you know, D Nice is the man. You know, right now but, he's tearing up the world right now. But then, but then he, but then, uh, then the song on um that movie soundtrack, then that chart, or that, or that wasn't his song. That wasn't his hand. That song that was um KRS One. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Ace of Spades. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think what else on here that could have been. Now you know that that whoop there it is song it came in three different iterations. There were three over the song. It was eighty five South who had not whoop there it is but whoop there it is. And then there yeah. was another group that had whoop with a p and h o p whoop h o w h o o p whoop there it is. So it was a couple of entrants, but I went with tag team because those are people that I think most people are familiar with. And you did a mod back in the day, right? No. Oh, then that's, there we go. We left one off. Nobody mentioned uh, Ahmad Malcolm back had. in the day. Malcolm, I think, had it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Malcolm did have uh, Ahmad. That's I correct. I most definitely put Ahmad back in the day. I specifically said that's my favorite song, one of my favorite songs of all time. My bad. My bad, Malcolm. My bad. But, yeah, that, that joint there, I just went <clears> over some of the list and was like, some. some I'm like, because there's several lists online that are really ratchet. I mean, they have some really terrible I don't know who made these lists, but uh, one of them had um, had Biz Markie, Just Friends as a one-hit wonder. And I was like, are they crazy picking boogers, uh, the vapors? All those songs made it into the top 40. Yeah. On that same album, he had, um, uh, what was the, re- he did the remake of the Barry White song. It's Spring Again, I think it was the name of that song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we you could have put in Three Times Dope, Funky Dividends. No, they had two. they had two hits on there. What was the other hit? <laughs> yeah, two hits. I could look it up for you while you talk, but I'm telling you, uh, three times dope had two hits on there. Man, I look, I, I did it to a lot of research today, and I was like, dang, because I remember three times dope. I do not remember the other song. Like I swear I don't. Like Ed OG and the Bulldogs, same thing. They had two hits off their album. Yeah, I didn't add them either. All right, I'm looking up the. Uh, okay, so Funky Dividends went to 22. And Week at the Knees went to 39. I got to hear that. I have, <laughs> I have no idea what that song is. Yeah. And I think the same thing with Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs. Like, like one song did fairly well, made it into the top 20, and then the, the next song was not uh, as popular. Uh, let me check Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs. All right. So Ed O.G., I got to have it and be a father to your child was their two right. hits. Right. So, yeah, they, you couldn't, they couldn't make the list either. Yeah, I, I I used to listen to that whole. I used to listen to that cassette tape yes, under sir. my under my bed because it had too much cussing in it. Yeah, I'm gonna throw a few at us and we'll have a little more discussion on this. Um, does anybody remember Doodoo Brown by Two Hype Brothers and a Dog? Yes, that that was a one hit wonder. Yes, I do. That was a one hit wonder. Frank Ski. Yes. Yes, yep, I remember it. Uh, they play that song on my, my junior high school prom. Oh, man. You sure it was that one or it wasn't the, the, the Luke Skywalker one? Uncle Luke did Doodoo Brown, too. No, I it think was the Frank Ski one. 
It was the Frank Ski one because it was cleaner. Yeah, the Frank Ski one was definitely cleaner. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And nah, cause no, cause he played, he played it, and they started cursing, and he had to switch it off. But I was like, we and we wanted him to continue playing the song, but our principal was like, no, the song is too appropriate. I don't know why he played it. So no, we're not playing the song. So then that I had to that be was, the Uncle Luke version. Yeah, cause we was about to wild out. <laughs> oh, definitely, it's a hype song. Definitely a hype song. I remember a couple of spring breaks. That was a really hype song. All right, well, let me throw this one out there. Does anybody remember GS Boys, 2008, Stanky Legs? <laughs> yes, I remember that song. That was Isn't a one-hit wonder. Yes, I do remember that song. That's when I came <laughs> out. I was my, I was a jit young boy listening to that in the morning. Well, mentioning, uh, you know, those songs by with, that have features in them, we also had YC featuring Future. In 2011, with Rax. Anybody remember that? Wait, Rax on Rax on Rax? That is correct. Oh, <laughs> I forgot all about that song. I thought that was Tiger's song. No, no, no. no that's His Rap was City. Rap City. Oh. That's what Rax on Rax on Rax. Come on, Chris. You got to do better. This is only the 2000s, man. Those are two very, very popular, distinct songs. Not to our ears. Yeah, not to our ears. <laughs> All right. Let Both me... them garbage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, for um, uh, going down south, uh, B-Rock and the Biz with My Baby Daddy from 1997. <laughs> Anybody remember that? Yeah. Would you be that, my baby daddy? That's just my baby daddy. That that's video. just my baby daddy. <laughs> that video. That video was great. You got to watch that video. Yeah, y'all got to watch it. A hood rap song that everybody, baby mother, that had a bad baby father played oh, that man. anthem. That I was a baby. That had to be a baby mama anthem. Sorry to say. No, <laughs> it was the baby daddy. Trick daddy had a song out at the same time. And who else? It was some. It was like three artists that had like real similar songs like that. Yeah, it was a hot time that year. I remember, so, like so, Kev so said, sorry. it was a bunch of uh, guys who had similar baby daddy songs out. So was that the time when Baby Daddy and Baby Mother name was a hot hot topic name back in that day? Yeah, I mean that was the beginning of it. That was literally yeah, okay. the beginning of when people start calling each other Baby Daddy. Because right behind okay. that was somebody was like, um, "That's just my Baby Daddy." Is it? Oh, oh God, it was like um, Baby Mama drama, something like that. It came oh, out after that. Yeah, that was that had to be a hot time. <laughs> oh man. Wait, you didn't say Hurricane Chris? <laughs> All right, Hurricane Chris, with which one? Wipe me down? No, hey baby, hey baby. Oh yeah, hey baby, hey, baby. yeah. <laughs> wipe me down um, was Bootsy, Bootsy and um. You right, wipe Washington. me down was Bootsy and uh the uh, Webby, Bootsy and Webby, yeah. White boy, white So the uh, baby, mo- the baby daddy and baby mama songs were. Uh, Three Six Mafia with Baby Mama, uh, Daddy Wasn't Home by Paul oh, Wall. By who? By Paul, Paul Wall. Wall. Okay. Daddy's Little Baby by Ja Rule. <laughs> wow. This was all around that two thousand, early two thousand era. Mm-mm. Now I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing uh, Trick Daddy. I'm looking for him. Your Baby Daddy, Daddy two thousand and one by Mister Short Chop. Who is, who is these rappers? These are a lot of down south rappers. 
Yeah, a lot of okay. down south rappers. That's where the, the 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 term baby daddy came from. Got you. All right. Then we go down with uh some of our uh you know throw in one of our hardcore rappers that uh, no one mentioned, Lady of Rage, nineteen eighty four, Afro Puffs. I seen it on the list, but I felt like she wasn't a she wasn't really a one hit wonder. She did not have another song to make the top forty. Not none of her. Oh, I forgot they don't count mixtapes. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry, I yep. tried. Yeah, man, that's because uh, her mixtapes was fired. They was fired. So well, I forgot. Nobody really count mixtapes nowadays. Yep. Another uh, song that uh, we might have uh, some could have brought up, which was a another collaboration uh, type album from the South, was a group called UTP, featuring Juvenile. With two, in two thousand four, Nola clap. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I forgot about them too. Oh, um, but the they group? were big I in the south though. They were big in the south, but UTP as a group only had the one hit. That's that's like throwing a fed, though, man. I know, I know it is. It's one of those things. It's, it's like they 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 made money in the south. They toured like they had like a long career in the south. You, you're totally right. But again, just specifically going off of uh, the chart, the charting, you know, because I think uh, I think Juvenile left uh, UTP within a year, year and a half when he joined uh, uh, Cash Money. Yeah, that was another weird time, too, because that's when the um, yeah, that's when the early No Limit artists and those early Cash Money artists was really, really beefing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I did not remember hearing anybody mention Bone Crusher from 2003 with Never Scared. That's not a one-hit wonder. I'm sorry. We're not going to disrespect. That's my favorite song. We're not going to disrespect that song. That was not a one-hit wonder. Then name his other hit. I don't know. Thank you. One-hit wonder, <laughs> Bone Crusher. Um, what was the group called that made you a jerk? I forgot their name. That was a one-hit wonder. No, they had two songs. They did? Yeah, uh-huh. Malcolm, you remember that. They did the uh, the second song they did. It was featuring uh, Ray J. I can't remember the other song, but he might be right. Oh, man. I have to look that up. Uh, the name of the boy, the name of the group was called the New Boys. New Boys, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they had College songs. Boys. New Boy. Oh, what? New no, Boys. No, it doesn't. And there was another group called College Boys that went. That was Romeo, little group. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, you're right. And uh, but the um, the New Boys had a second song that did well, and that was uh, featuring Ray J. Okay. Um, just a couple more here. Let's uh, see. I did not hear anybody mention Queen Penn with her 1997 hit, Party Ain't a Party. Anybody mm. remember that? No. Nobody remembers Queen Penn. Yes. <laughs> I remember her, but not just that song. Yeah, that was the only one that charted, to my knowledge, that I've, you know, through my research. And uh, let's see here. I think there was one more before we get out of here. Oh. Candyman, Knocking Boots from 1990. I'll be honest, I never heard that song before. <laughs> yes, that song was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, it was it was that it was that era when Uptown Records, yep, was combining R&B with rap, and then you know the the these guys were. Doing soft rap, but they were still trying to keep their street edge, and it, it was just like this terrible mix. Definitely, yeah. Like Father MC, did I say him? 
No, because Father MC, his first album had three uh, top 40 hits. Yeah, no, I had to scratch him off. I got to looking at his stuff, too. Yeah, his second, his sophomore album was was the doom to him. And plus, at the time uh, his second album came out, everybody was getting away from that New Jack swing era, you know. But um, Father MC and the Redhead Kingpin, they were super, super hot with that, um, you know, with the Teddy Riley uh, New Jack swing beats that they were rapping over. Uh, I had Redhead, but I took him off. I'm glad you did, because he's definitely not a one-hit wonder. His production made a lot of money, but he didn't make no money as an artist, did he? <laughs> no, I didn't say he made money. This was about, did his songs make it past the onto the top 40? How many songs that was just him that made it that far? Redhead Kingpin. Redhead Kingpin couldn't have had two hits in the top 40. <laughs> he couldn't have. I am getting ready to open his discography. And if he did, New York did him, man, New York did him a solid, because I, I used to see that dude down Howard, on Howard campus, and people ain't even know who he was. Listen, New York, New York, we do a lot of people. We if we if we got a funky beat, we gonna jam to it along for many a year. So all right, Red Redhead Kingpin made two albums. Nineteen eighty nine, he had a shade of red. In nineteen ninety one, the album with no name. His biggest hit was Pump It Hottie, which went to number two in U.S. His next hit off that album was Do the Right Thing. That went to number eight, and then his last. Um, song off of that particular album, Nice and Slow, went to number 24. I am shocked. <laughs> I am shocked. Like, he made all this money off writing and producing. Yeah, it was very surprising doing, you know, the research. And I can tell you, as we get out of here, I don't know about everybody else, but for me, when we do these topics, just going back and doing research on, you know, the, the songs and artists that, of the you know yesteryear and current it is so fascinating and that's why i love this platform and these conversations because it just brings back some really good memories i think today everybody felt those memories you know as we mentioned certain songs i got one more song to end the night off all right a young person put me onto the song baby baby by kilo who baby baby by kilo I don't know how I spell his name right. It's K I L O. Uh, there were a couple kilos. I'm looking them up now. Yeah, I gotta find that one. Baby, baby, working on me, baby. <laughs> yes, yes, rapper Kilo. Um, all right, I'm on Wikipedia now with him. He's out of Atlanta, Georgia. And what happened was, and this is why uh, Kevin, and I might not, you know, he doesn't pop up on our head right away. He went from Kilo Ali, that's what Kevin and I probably knew him as, to yeah. Kilo. Right. And then I pull up his discography, and like you said, Baby Baby, sadly, that one song, that's the one of his songs that did not go to top 40. His, his top 40 songs was Donkey Kong, Nasty Dancer, and Show Me Love. Okay. With his biggest hit being Nasty Dancer. But Baby Baby is definitely his song. It went. It, it only went high as uh, 82. Okay. But he did have four charting songs in the in the in the 100. And uh, his uh, uh, just a side note to that: his DJ was DJ Red, and uh, as a promoter in Atlanta, uh, DJ Red and I did a lot of work together. Uh, but yeah, Kilo Ali was what he started out as, and then he went from Kilo Ali to Kilo. 
And then there was also a rapper named Kilo G, and he was out of Apopka, Florida. And that was during that whole booty bass era, like uh, Freak Nasty, 95 South, and, um, you know, the, the, a, lot of those, the, a lot of that booty bass stuff. I can't think of all of them off the top of my head, but, you know, th- those were the, the people who learned, you know, who got their musical gifts from listening to Luke you know, Uncle Luke and two live crew, and then they took it to the next level. But I know that mid-90s era, they were super hot. So from from 93 to probably 97, Booty Bass was everywhere. You know, you couldn't go to a spring break without having some new Booty Bass song, like the Daisy Dukes, the song. JT Money. Yeah, JT Money. He was with a group at uh, one time. Um, He was. Luke had signed them too. Yes, because they did that diss song, uh, to uh, Easy E, yeah, Poison Clan, Poison Clan, yeah. I don't. I'm trying to remember what their hits were, so I got to look it up real quick because I know they had hits. I just don't remember what they were. So here, Poison Clan's discography. Uh, their biggest hit was Rough Town Behavior at number twelve. Then they had another hit, Two Low Life Mothers, that went to number forty. And then the other ones were uh, just, they, they, they were lower than that. But yeah, Poison Clan, signed to Luke Skywalker Records. Luke Records, that's what they were signed to. Yeah. Also uh, from that era, you had MC Shy D. Uh, you had Fresh Kid Ice from, um, from Two Live Crew. Two Live Crew. He put yeah. his own solo album out, and uh, it was, it was kind of funky. Didn't have a lot of huge hits on it, but it was, you know, it was there. Very spirited conversation, gentlemen. I really appreciate it. We're going to get out of here. We'd like to thank the uh, fans that are our listeners. Uh, we look forward to uh, your questions. You can email us questions and comments. You can email us at under a groove network at gmail.com. Again, that's under a groove network at gmail.com. And we're out of here. Peace. Peace.